Bruce Wayne may appear to be a wealthy playboy, but beneath this facade, his true identity is that of the Batman, waging an endless war against crime. Join the Caped Crusader in Batman The Audio Adventures, the first scripted audio original featuring Batman and his villainous rogues gallery in a world premiere story of life and death in Gotham City, debuting exclusively on HBO Max. This rollicking adventure told across 10 episodes is written and directed by Emmy winner Dennis McNicholas, includes devilishly delightful original music by Doug Bossy, and performances by Rosario Dawson, John Leguizamo, Chris Parnell, Melissa Villasenor, Seth Meyers, Jason Sudeikis, Brooke Shields, Fred Armisen, and many, many more. Go to hbomax.com slash Batman Audio Adventures for more and stream Batman, the audio adventures only on HBO Max. Welcome to Countdown. Mm, mm, uh, uh. Welcome to Count. Ooh, that's loud. Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're smack dab in the middle of our no pod home. Lex, I changed the name. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll hear from all of us. Oh, damn! I've been you're like the other episodes have me saying the wrong name. <laughs> well, we are talking about each of the live action Spider-Man actors because in No Way Home, there might be a little peeky peek. Of some of them. Oh. Uh, we talked about Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, and now it's time to conclude our three-part series and talk about Tom Holland, who is the current and, uh, I guess, the, the, the star of No Way Home, in or, a way. Or is he? Yeah, no, or is he? He might get overshadowed a little oh. bit. Maybe. I'm totally kidding. Lex, are you excited? It's been a long journey for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Wait, two whole episodes. Oh yeah, and now it's almost over. It's exhausting, man. Like working around the clock uh, for for forty eight hours. This episode is really just we're gonna play the best moments of the last two eps, yeah, and comment on them, and then just talk about. You're gonna splice in the villains from the last the villains talk. That's that's what we're gonna do. That's what the movie is. (laughs) No, I mean I'm I'm excited, especially you know we've had a a a lot of great. guests and just different ideas not everyone feels the same as the the spider-man which you know it's, it's very interesting uh not everyone has agreed on like who's their favorite and all that mm, stuff so mm, i think that, that yeah. yeah that has a uh it's a good spin it's a good twist onto the you know because when you talk about mcu like normally like yeah everyone likes the same movies around usually uh the math consensus yeah but guardians but, is good but even just like sure. the amount of years that's that spread out these spider-man movies i think it's enough for our yeah. taste to to change a little bit and this movie might pay homage to just spider-man in in general and one studio kind of controlling that character uh i forgot to do this my name is Manuel. hey i'm andrew what's up it's john and this is lex and we're the four the amigos, four amigos. <laughs> spider boys spider boys uh with a z can you imagine B-O-I-Z. that? Can we do that? Yeah, if they cast us for Spider-Man, they would have to change it to Spider Low T <laughs> Boys because we're not Oh god, we're not high T boys. We're not high T boys. <laughs> well, I want to ask y'all, I guess I'll ask you John first because we've had a chance to talk about obviously Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, but um John, what's your relationship to Spider-Man? Are you dating him still? No, but what what's your exposure? Who's kind of the Spider-Man that you grew up with and what did you think about these movies that were kind of consistently coming out the past like 2 or 3 decades? Yeah, it seems like there was always like a reboot. No, actually there was only just one reboot. 
No, two Wait. now in this case. Two yeah. boots. Yeah, and over the course of like this. We've gotten four th- Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. In, in like the, the 30 years that we've watched. And we've got like 12 in one movie, Spider-Verse. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Spider-Man's a character. Uh, I, yeah, like I grew up with the animated series. We've always kind of known that Spider-Man was a character. Like I knew that he was a comic book character. You see like his posters. You see that Todd McFarlane cover that everyone kind of knows. Where, Spider-Man like, number 300, baby. Where is that what it is? Like where it's like. On the web? Where, where yeah, where he's got spiders. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. You see that a lot. I saw that a lot as a kid. And then, you know, apparently the um, the animated series on Fox was the thing that, like, kind of got my attention. You know, like, that's what, what I saw Spider-Man Fox? from. Fox Kids? Yeah, I think it was, like, Fox 29. Oh. Um, Political. <clears throat> it's now Disney. Just, no, he wasn't watching <laughs> it was on, on Fox <laughs> News. <laughs> no, Fox News. Well, the reruns are on Fox News now. No, I, <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Uh, you see, in Mexico, we got it off of this dude, you know, off the off the street. And, you know, he, he would just How give us say tapes. spider in Spanish? Araña. Araña. Mm, isn't that orange? I'm uh, just kidding. What? I know it's not. <laughs> oh. Naranja. <laughs> <laughs> um... So that's where I knew Spider-Man from. I knew that I kind of after the animated series, you kind of I kind of didn't have any uh, you know exposure to that other than the spin-off series Spider-Man Unlimited. You know, I saw the show oh, called Spider-Man yeah. Unlimited afterwards, which was the sequel series to that to that show. <clears throat> and I didn't really, um, you know, I didn't really uh, care for it. Or? No, it's not care for it. I didn't really think about it again until the comic book boom happened, like you know, where oh, X-Men. Wow. Um, came out and then and then the trailers the trailer for spider-man is the thing that i think caught my attention like you know i i knew you heard the rumblings even back then i kind of still followed entertainment things obviously not as much as i do now like because you know i'm on websites now and stuff but back in the day you know we had a little thing called entertainment tonight Mm, Um, et phone mm, home and we had to read magazines like that i remember watching the very like the very first um screenshot i saw of wolverine of hugh jackman as wolverine it was, was like an, an entertainment oh, weekly, was like, like in at, an ad, and so it was him holding up the or something. Yeah, it was him like, holding up the two guys at the bar. Yeah, yeah. that is so, crazy. I just remember that. Yes. Yeah, and so things like that, like that's what we used to have to do. Yeah, see, we still like that now. It's just we don't Let buy magazines. To, I know you all sound so Back old. Back in my day, we don't buy magazines to read them. But even then, we wouldn't buy them because my mom would be like, "Why the hell do you want this magazine?" And I was like, "Why?" So did I you would just kind of like you would just kind of read them at the store. Like you would walk. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's like. Kirsten Dunst. Um, damn, damn, Lex, you put a. <laughs> you, uh, Jesse Plemons coming at you. I <laughs> so know. you, um, power of the dog style. So you kind of, um, so you you read about like what's about to happen in that, and you're just like, oh crap, they're making a movie with that. That's crazy. Yeah. And then you know that the the trailer for the Maguire one, the first one in 2000, the one that no one, one ever saw again because it got canceled, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that trailer was like stuck in my head because you're like, whoa, holy shit! Like this is gonna be a big budget, like big scale movie. Like this is gonna be like the next big fucking thing. And it was, you know, and then I think the the Spider-Man movies, the Raimi Spider-Man movies, like, had a big impact on me when it, you know, as far as um, what superhero movies, I guess, like, everybody, like, what superhero movies can be. Um, they're, they can be, like, you know, these really giant action movies, but with, like, heart and emotion. Yeah. And, and that was pretty cool. And that, I think, that sold me on the character, even though I kind of, at that moment, during those years, I started actually reading Spider-Man comics, and I was like... I don't know if I like this kid because this kid's a little too much. Like, like he has my problems, and I don't want to. I don't want to be reminded of my problems in this fiction. Yeah. So like I started, get bit by spiders. So I started kind of like to not like dig the Spider-Man stories. I think it's because of that. I was just kind of like a weird dude who didn't want to like 
see myself in like a hero or something. That's kind of weird. Yeah. But like, I, I uh, use this to escape. Yeah. And now, yeah, I know. Well, that's so, why I don't watch. It reminded the jo- me of my aunt dying. That's why I watched. Uh, that's why I don't want to watch the Joker movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because it's too. It hits too close to home. Yep. And so, um, but I yeah. don't know a line. I was gonna say line. I don't know a single line from that movie. <laughs> what is it? Ha ha ha. Okay. Ah. No, that's the wrong Joker. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. It's every Joker so laughs. Um, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the Raimi movies were the ones that were pretty cool because then, like, they got. Not only was I getting into comics, you know, around the same time because of these movies that were coming out, you know, and then you know, ex- discovering X Men. I've read a couple of X Men comics back in the day, and you know, every now and then, my mom would bring like, you know, Batman and Superman comics from the flea market and stuff. But Spider Man was like kind of the 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 character that kind of got me you know was getting me interested into more of this like comic book lore and so yeah that was kind of my connection to it mainly because of those Raimi films and the video games like I remember the video games the video games really like fucking good. loving good. yeah like the first Spider Man movie video game the second Spider Man movie video game um, Ultimate Spider Man came out that's I think the Ultimate comic that I started nice. reading and there's like this special marriage between oh this is kind of like corporate shit but like Sony owned playstation and they owned the uh-huh. movie yeah. so you knew that there's like a perfect kind of <clears throat> meld of the two the first blu-ray we ever owned was with the ps3 and it was a copy of spider-man 3 Ooh. yeah one of the first dvds we actually ever owned yeah, was spider-man 2 or nice. spider-man the yeah. spider-man wow. the, the original Spider-Man. because dvd player was sony wow uh, but yeah, yeah yeah and so but andrew yeah so uh, i mean obviously you also knew about spider-man growing up but what do you think about um, Sam Raimi's when you were a kid, were you on the bus talking about the Uncle Ben dying? Um, <laughs> Shit, I, rice, I, I guess. I'm trying uh, to think of a single scene well, from that movie. I can't. <laughs> what? Uh, bone saw? Bone saw's ready. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, Did you honk? You, you, it sounded like you snorted. No, that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you snorted, yeah. and then I went. I don't know. To, to copy you. I don't know who did it. Okay. Yeah, you can play it back. You did it, and then I did it to copy you, and mine was a better one. Okay. Sorry. Um, anyway. I'm trying to become a truffle pig. That's why my was a better one. Um, I'm trying to be a truffle pig so Nicolas Cage can, can look well, for me to I'm, find me. I'm avenge avenge me. I still need to watch that movie. Um, it's streaming, I think, me and John thought. Yeah, it's on Hulu, actually. Yeah, Hulu. I just saw it. Um, pig. So, uh, yeah, this is a plug for Pig. Uh, <laughs> Nick, check out Nicolas Cage's uh, Pig. Um, A23. The the Pig verse is coming. A24. Oh, yeah. A, no, no, no. <laughs> this is the prequel. <laughs> oh, shit. It's no, not. he made his own company. He's trying, to, he's trying to undercut them. Okay, cool. Um, A24. But uh, anyway, yeah, John, uh, obviously me and him grew up, so we I, we have a lot of the same kind of experiences because we only had one TV. It's not like we had, we had our own TVs. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and when so, it was a movie trip, we would both well, and, go. And, and also, it just, yeah, because you know, that's what they used to kind of like, uh, one was incentivize us, but also um, that was fun, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. um, I remember, you know, watching some of these movies with uh, my sister and my now brother-in-law, you know, as kind of like, oh, we're going to take the, the kids. Out. And I don't know if that was a relief for mom and dad or something, but uh, maybe uh, it's a good it's a good family movie. Like there's a lot of the, a lot of things in there that's easy to understand. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. It, and I remember watching it in the theaters. And I think that's one of the only movies I ever cried at, which I was super young. And which one? Uh, Uncle Ben. Uncle oh, Ben dying in the first yeah. one. Wow. Um, as a kid, I was like, damn, like it, it was sad enough to like get me, you know, and it, uh, believable enough and stuff like that. And um, yeah, and I, I had a really good time. And it, it's crazy because it kind of um, it kind of led to my love for uh, filmmaking in, in general, just because after that, uh, I remember, you know, uh, growing older and, you know, be, being accustomed to the Spider-Man, the, you know, the, the three Spider-Man that Sam Raimi made. But eventually I was like, let me go see what else he's done. 
And then I ended up uh, discovering Evil Dead, Evil Dead and dragged me to hell. And to be honest, I love Evil Dead more than I love Spider Man the character. And you know, uh, uh, the movies uh, I would say are our thing, which is why we talk about them so much in so many different shows and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, to, to cinema, I think it, it, without Evil Dead, he wouldn't have got the gig as, as, from Spider Man. And yeah. to, to follow the character of uh, Ash Williams all the way to Ash versus Evil Dead, where he directed the first episode and he was a producer, and following his works now, where he did the the Oz, the Great and Powerful, and mm. now he's coming back to do Doctor. Strange and um, just a big fan of the the guy who helmed it, uh, uh, Spider Man, so many years after because of Spider Man. So it's just. Um, I, I think I, I have a deep appreciation for that Sam Raimi one, and I think that's that's why I uh, Tobey Maguire is my favorite Spider-Man. Oh. And even that first, I know most people say the second one is a better movie, and that's probably true. But I think that the best one is the first one, um, and not only is that one, but it, it, you know it's my favorite as well. But it's because of the feeling of. Um, you know that that first feeling of, of experiencing first this time and, you see I those mean, sweeping camera shots through yeah. New York. I mean, it, cre- it helped create the NFL shot and you yeah, know yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, and then you know this and X Men kind of blew my mind as to um, you know it kind of prepped it lubed myself up okay. for, for right. the Spider Man that's coming out. You know this this week. I want to say like we've probably had an experience with Spider Man before the Raimi movie, and it was also a video game. It was the PlayStation. Yeah, slash N sixty four um game that came out, which was like amazing. oh, dude. And, and all the ga- all the Spider Man yeah, games are bangers. One, you remember that, that PlayStation one? one? It, yeah, it was PlayStation my one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put in the cheat and I play as Green Goblin and I just fucking run. It's um, <laughs> I think it's the first uh video game I oh, like owned the the uh, PS one version. The PS one version. The one with Monster Rock at the end. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the Carnage. One with Carnage and Doc yeah, Doc. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so yeah, just uh, and we were. I, I recently just like this is like a month ago. You ordered it? No, no, no. Oh. I went. I, I don't think I could find. Well, maybe I could. Uh, I, I have uh, a PS3 right there, and I kind of want to order a physical copy now. Well, um, I went on YouTube and I just I watched I the, all the cutscenes. Oh yeah, it, it's it's about like twenty five minutes. It's yeah. not too too long, and you're, you're like boom. Serotonin I was, right I was there, well, baby. dude. I was like only gonna watch like five minutes of it. I sat through the whole twenty, and I was so entertained. Like it just threw me and back. But you're you're totally right. I think we've had different in different formats. We've had different experiences. And with Spider Man. Yeah. Well, it's just so crazy because like I think that was before the Raimi movie. What you're thinking yeah. of? Like, oh yeah, for sure. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and even the the '90s cartoon, like the way you said, we we were exposed to Spider Man in all avenues, but his main source material in the comics. But and I remember reading one or two books. And then we too, got to Ultimate Comics around the yeah, and that, that blew yeah. it wide open for me. Uh, I was like, man, this <clears> this character has potential. But I never really dug him because Superman was is my favorite uh, hero of all time, and I kind of see him as a little bit of a knockoff. Yeah, the, the, he works at the Daily Bugle, and the you know, and mild mannered reporter Peter Parker by day, and you know, his identity is a huge part of Peter Parker for and sure, and that's that's Batman. a lot of uh, that's a lot of what Clark Kent does as also you know as as uh, Kal-El as Superman too. So um, I you know Sam Raimi even has that homage shot where he's running and he opens the yeah. shirt, and I was like, what the fuck? Even if he <laughs> if he goes into a phone booth, I'm gonna fucking lose it. Um, but uh, yeah, when we got to the ultimate ultimate comics, it kind of like um, blew my mind. But this is really modern at that point, like super modern for sure. Yeah, yeah. And the, I mean, the Raimi movies helped me help get me there. And you know, granted, they didn't finish it off too hot uh, in the third one. Yeah. Um, just just become a, a studio movie to you know. Yeah. Well, this is so. This is really important because uh, you know, with with Amazing Spider Man and Andrew Garfield, there was a turn. And now we know, like, Amy Pascal has revealed that she cried over this decision. But there was a very tenuous deal to include our Spider-Man that we're talking about this week, Tom, or sorry, this episode, Tom Holland, to the 
I mean, already successful Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Russo brothers were planning on using him in Captain America Civil War and, in fact, said now that they admitted that we didn't have a black backup plan. Like, we, if we didn't get him, there was no other storyline we needed to get him. They cast, you know, quite a few people, did screen tests, did Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans tests, because it has to be a part of that dynamic. And we, we settled on Tom Holland. But, but Lex, what would you think about... Spider-Man, a character that we've seen multiple iterations of, really just a couple of years before um, Civil War. What do you think about him joining, or even the decision of, of joining the MCU? Yeah, um, it's actually funny because when the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, the Amazing Spider-Man movies were going on, I I was working at Little Caesars at the time, and I had a good friend pizza, of mine. Pizza. Yeah, it, this is a plug. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm uh, ready. Please sponsor us. <laughs> and no, and. A friend of mine told me, dude, I think Spider-Man's going to go to, like, the MCU. And I said, no, it's not going to happen. But once again, at this point, Andrew Garfield was still Spider-Man. There wasn't any, like... There was a Sinister Six happening. There wasn't any talks. Yeah, like, they were just prepping all that stuff. And I was like, dude, it's not going to happen. It doesn't fit. It it doesn't... Andrew Garfield Spider-Man doesn't fit with that world, in my opinion. And we even bet, like, we were working on Little Caesars. We didn't have money. So, like, we bet a pizza on it. <laughs> like, uh, like, hey, uh, Little Caesars, pay, pay your order more money. I know. Livable <laughs> wage, Little Caesars. I, I think it's, I don't even know if it's better now. I <laughs> hope so. You want me to look it up? You want to cancel yeah, Little just, Caesars? No, it's because the, the company let's, got let's Let's get acquired. Papa John's up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, we bet, like, I told them, like, I'll, I'll buy you whatever pizza you want with, like, all yeah, the toppings yeah. and stuff like that. And, yeah, I lost that bet because I think a few years later, like it happened it legit happened and um i i was so sold on like they're not gonna reboot spider-man again like this is still going on it just like the andrew garfield uh universe like it it still felt very young in my opinion yeah uh-huh. so i was like it's not gonna happen and then it happened so i was quite it's less shocked, than a year actually. that they started casting the yeah new Spider-Man. i was quite shocked and i once again i felt so confident about that bet that i didn't think i was gonna lose it and I like my mind just never went to the spot of like they're just gonna get another Spider Man that does fit, and I just didn't think that that was gonna be the thing. And for for them to you know for them to see that it was like a Sony, and like I just thought like because my main argument against it was like Sony owns the rights, like they're not gonna sell it, like they're not. There's so no I reason. never I never saw this collaboration in my head because studios really just don't do that a lot they don't yeah. and at least to this level but distribution maybe but they don't do like yeah. like deals like exactly. creative deals yeah and, and with such a big character like i just thought sony wasn't even going to give them an inch and yeah i was wrong and i'm actually quite happy because when we're thinking of these movies and or like the video games that we were talking about and stuff like that like that first spider-man video game the the playstation one yeah, it had Human Torch in it. It had, um, it it had Venom. It had Doc Ock. So it had the Spider-Man properties. They mentioned Captain America, Punishers in it. Like they're small cameos, but like the magic behind that game, as simple as it was at the time, was that Spider-Man knows other superheroes, and the superheroes right. yeah. know him. And this is a world that revolves around those interactions. So we weren't gonna get that with Sony. We we weren't. It was gonna be in a bubble, and so I was quite excited once I got through like you know the Andrew Garfield breakup because I thought he was really good. Yeah. Uh, despite the second movie not being the best, and then I see they cast Tom Holland a lot younger, 
like both age and younger looking and things yeah. like that. And I was like, okay, And it's well. quite a choice to have him introduced not in a standalone, but just mm-hmm. uh, an MCU movie. Like exactly. Captain America Civil War, there's a bunch of other ones to... Yeah, so overall, like, I, I knew I had to see more for sure because of how dearly I hold certain, par- you know, certain other characters or, or actors that played Spider-Man. But I was excited. I, I was like, okay, if I put myself in the shoes of of I'm partially just analyzing the situation. This was probably the most exciting, um, you know, the, the uh, it's not outlook, but the, I mean, the, f- the future looked brighter more than any of the other Spider-Man, Spider-Man that had been cast. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was my thoughts on, on Tom Holland coming in. I mean, there's, 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 uh, there's there's a lot of super tenuous deal making. It's hard to talk about. I mean, there's, there's there are Sony leaks. You can read the emails between producers about Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal and how they were gonna you know craft this kind of sharing deal and who was gonna get all the money and who was gonna yeah. cancel their. That's probably at the end of the day what actually matters. Like who gets this and that's <laughs> yeah. Split yeah. it like. But it makes sense. You're right to kind of latch on to the success of this connected storyline that is the MCU and benefit from yeah. that and now kind of uh especially with the movies coming out now like venom and morbius yeah even even you know benefiting <laughs> financially from yeah. something sure. that seems like it might be connected yeah. well so we talk movie by movie for the other spider-man but we can't do that with tom holland he's in too many movies because he is also <laughs> in all the avengers you know he's in endgame infinity he's in infinity war. war but we will talk about no way home and um, far, from, far home. from home because those two are homecoming. Wait, homecoming. homecoming. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, um, because those are the ones that kind of delve deeper into his character and his family. Yes, um, and you know all of that stuff. But but John, what do you think about Homecoming? Which is the first one, right? Homecoming. Yes. Um, are you a vulture stand. You look up at the sky and look for those. That was such a great casting. We'll talk about that later. I am actually not a big vulture stand of the character. That being said, um, this movie does a great job on a take. You know, on on the take on vulture. Yeah, um, a Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. kind of empathetic, but this also is the, the evil. first movie where it's kind of, you know, I, I, I have problems with the Starkification of yep. Spider-Man. Um, that being said, I mean, um, I think Lex, you put it, you know, you put it really well on on saying like we, I never thought I was gonna get, we were gonna get this. So yeah. like you know, the fact that he was getting his own movie. Um, set in the mcu was like that's crazy but like in the back of my head i was like but sony's sony so they may fuck it up eventually (laughs) and they kind of did but we'll get to that you know sort of before they kind of got back to no way home status but um homecoming was a um it was weird i still don't know how i feel about it i think i go back and forth with how i feel about this movie and far from home i can't really tell which one is the superior one i do like that this one is very small scale and is very kind of you know neighborhoody spider-man like as opposed to the other ones, <clears throat> I do like that this you know that the scopes are small, and I do like the characterization, regardless of how I feel. And maybe I prefer the Raimi some Raimi movies, or I definitely prefer the the Raimi movies over the over these two, like over Homecoming and Far From Home, uh, you know, Sans Spider Man Three. But like I prefer like those first two Raimi movies over these two. I think the characterization of Spider Man has never been more correct than it is now. You're right because oftentimes, even in the Andrew Garfield He's version, a thirty year old playing yeah, a high schooler, yeah, and they're yeah. graduating halfway through the movie. Yes, they're exactly. done. They're not even kids because anymore. they're old. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's there's no like because even with even with with I was gonna say Jonathan Larson, even with um, 
with uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, like there was still, well, it was, I think it's just the, I can 100% acknowledge that it's probably my nostalgia that links my love to those movies, but there's something that's weird about not just the way Maguire looked, I guess, nowadays, because he was kind of very much in his 30s, I think, when he was playing him. Yeah, he was sort of creating his own (laughs) version of Peter Parker. Spider-Man, like in that one. Um, and this characterization of Spider-Man that it, when I researched, like, you know, going into the comics and even like in the show and stuff, that he's kind of a younger dude, you know, kind of like, you know, trying to navigate a double life, which, you know, th- those movies kind of did that well. But this one is a really cool twist because he's actually in high school and yeah. he sounds like, you know, this take on Spider-Man reminded me of a cartoon called The Spectacular Spider-Man. Where, like, he actually, you can hear, like, the youngness in his voice, and you can see how, like, whenever he's mask off, he's, like, you know, in high school and stuff like that. He has, like, you know, he wants to go to the dance where he's trying to get the attention of a pretty girl. And homecoming. So, <clears throat> so that's what um I love about the you. Homecoming movie. The Homecoming movie is all of that, and then wrapped into a, uh, you know... To an MCU little adventure. Like, you get multiple villains. You get, you know... you And you brought up Iron Man. Iron Man is in this a yeah, lot. So you, need, you get Vulture. You get Shocker. You get um, the Tinker. You get at one the point. M- Matt Gargan <clears throat> as the you Scorpion. You get Matt Gargan, the Scorpion. Donald Glover is in this movie, too. The Donald Prowler. Glover as the Prowler, yes. He's, he's actually in this movie. Um, and, like, it's it's really cool to see Spider-Man in his own little adventure. Ned, like, the Hobgoblin. I don't yeah, like the... the f- oh. it, maybe it's just because of me. And also, like, because of the character... The MCU is doing it right. I mean, it makes sense that he was, like, scouted by Tony, and Tony gave him all his, like... Tech. Tech, basically. But, like, he has a Siri. He does have a Siri, which is kind of a little weird. I don't know how I feel about that, only because that's not brought back in the next movie, which is, you know, that's weird. Um, Well, that's because he... You're right, yeah. I I like that they, they... Took that away. Yeah, yeah. In my I like opinion. that they, they, they took it away. But Except the glass. I mean, the glasses. I guess <clears throat> it was Friday. The glasses is Siri now. But um, oh, but oh, yeah, 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 I guess Google so. Glass. You're totally right. <laughs> but not as much as as the first right. movie for sure. Right, because Spider Man has always been his own hero. Like Spider Man yeah. can take Captain America. He can take He's the also Hulk. Smart enough to create his own shit. Yeah, yeah, like he can take the Hulk. He can Agreed. do all of that stuff. And for him to be, I guess that's like I'm just conflicted. I guess in this case, yeah. I know it's it, the movies yeah. make it good and Pass believable. But they're just like... Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm salivating <laughs> at the rant. The movies make it believable, but to me, I guess it's just the way the character is. And I just... For this first movie, it's fine. But I guess whenever we get to Far From Home, like he was still kind of Spider-Boy or Iron Man Jr. in a way. But, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, a fun adventure. It's so, kind I of the, the part of the shared story. Like You can't <clears throat> ignore the fact that there are much older, more powerful, and more seasoned superheroes i guess that was cool in civil war and it was yeah. like this movie is just called spider-man i just kind of wanted it more to be about him yeah. if that yeah. makes any sense andrew didn't like it go ahead oh next. my god no, shut, shut up smart shut up um yeah no i think that's one of my like you know john was voicing some of it uh, there towards the end where uh, i just I, I i just can't get over how much of a big um factor tony stark is it, it's almost like iron man 3.5 this movie is um, and they even find a way to do it in this uh, new um, fucking uh, Spider-Man No Way Home oh, no also. Way home, yeah. With yeah. All, they're all after his tech. And I'm like, fuck, you still found a way to make it about Iron Man? And I fucking hate this. And that's why um, <laughs> I remember when Endgame was about to come out, I was like, they need to kill Iron Man. Because it, the, the MCU is so Robert Downey Jr. centric. And he does very little it acting. because He's, ju- he's, like ju- he's him, just though, Robert like... Downey Jr. in the role. like he, That's the way he is in real life. And so it kind of blows my mind that... Uh, <laughs> 
that like this whole and I know it started around him that's fine but that's why he needed to die in the story because you need to get over that so that you can start doing other shit right yeah, yeah. Um, and that that this was no different and I hate on how much of it like it feels like a Sony movie with Marvel being like here's my big fat ass ad right here boom and it's totally Iron Man. yeah yeah I can't see and, that and that that's what uh, I can't get over with this movie because there's even uh, and you know granted I've seen Spider-Man take on all sorts of epicness in every other medium to date you know from the secret wars in the fucking cartoon to fighting uh, monster Oc- uh, uh, carnage Dr. Octopus you know whatever yeah, yeah he joins a and bunch of teams in, too in this one the there's not out. really a big set piece there are cool pieces where it's like you know you get the plane thing and that's all but you don't get a really big fight sequence with someone like you know v, you know Doc like, yeah yeah and, uh, and and it makes sense because you know he's starting off or he's training wheels or whatever and you get all this um you know and i had a problem with the glasses too but we'll get we'll get to that as well where um it, it's just crazy that he has access to all of tony stark's um like, stuff like a, and he's like basically he's basically like the, the next iron man and that, that's what they're making him out to be when he should be so much more by himself and i think that's what one of the things i respected about the the, the sony verse when they had him was they were trying so hard to make this big thing around him yeah. when he's a very small piece of whatever. And yeah, the, you know, the fact that he interacts with Captain America, with Ant-Man, that he swings on War Machine to take down Giant Man, like that alone makes him the best Spider-Man ever because he's interacted with the other pieces of his universe that he's supposed to interact with. Yeah. But um, again, I, 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 like, I, I like him better in the, the crossover movies than he, than he is in his own movies because of how much of a big fat ad Marvel's throwing on there where he's like, hey, we know that Sony's getting all the profit on there, but we're not, like, without Iron Man, these movies don't work. I think that's actually part of the actual deal that they made, though. Like, yeah, it's yeah, literally uh, and, like, you know, but, but I, can, I can tell, and that's what sucks about it. Yeah, it's not very um, kosher. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lex, what do you think about Homecoming? Yeah, so... Yeah, I I agree with with everything you guys were saying. Uh, that and I'm glad because I mean I started I started talking about how, I've, in my experience, I've noticed that not everyone has the same opinions about Spider Man. But here, I think we're all kind of centered in on this idea that like this MCU or or you know Iron Man reliance is it's unique to the MCU, mm-hmm. right? Because we once again we're talking about video games, we're talking about the cartoons. There was the cool interactability between these Marvel characters, but there never was that reliance mm-hmm. of Spider-Man needing all these people. As a matter of fact, like in the video games we mentioned, like it was just like a neat thing. Is like a hi, hello, like, oh, I gotta do my own thing. I have my own thing going on. Bye. That was it. It was to that extent. So we never saw, even in the comic books. I mean. In the comic books, Spider-Man does turn to certain heroes for help when, you know, there's these crossover events. But it's just that, a crossover event. For the moments where Iron Man is off screen, like, his presence is just all over this movie. And they needed to do that. You know, if if I put, put myself in the shoes of an executive, like, that had this deal happen and things like that, like, I don't know how I would have approached it differently. They They needed... They needed Spider-Man to kind of be told or presented in a world where Iron Man exists and, and the Avengers happened and all that stuff. So I I get it. It's just, and we'll talk about the next movie, but it, like, I thought it was a that Reliance would be a one and done. Mm-hmm. And then you see it still present in the next movie. So like, you know, all, all that said, like I'm hoping that No Way Home is 
finally a departure of that. And oh, I, I believe nice. it is. Do you not see uh, Doctor Strange? In it, the, no, the okay, yeah, I have my own problems about well, that. I like, mean, and it's crazy. It was just because like the like Doc Ock is after the nanotech, and you see the red on his arms. You have Jamie yeah. Fox has the arc reactor, and you're like, I get oh you. my god, yeah. like it's no, just a Iron Man suit yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also one of the things that it's it's the only way hey, to uh, make Steve Jobs. You know. Like freaking dominates our lives, and he's been gone for a while. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I think that there's also Tech just giant. this massive idea that there's really no other way to have Spider-Man in the MCU. It's yeah. the thing that makes it yeah. unique. And if you don't make the choices to have him interact with their characters, then why even have him in I the MCU? Th- I'm, I don't mind the interactions. It's it's just once again how much of his character uh, is is like they're not those characters are not revolving around spider-man spider-man is revolving around them and i think that's a problem in his own movies that should not be the case i also think that no other marvel movies are like that like yeah like everyone else is on their own and i think it's it's also this preconceived notion of how big because spider-man's marvel's poster boy so to see him start with the training wheels and i get it you need to have character development because he's young and you need to have longevity so you're gonna go through 10 20 years of this actor and character's life um, I, I get that part, but again, it, they could have made it feel a little bit more natural, and it yeah. just it just kind of stares at you in the face to the point where I have to mention it and go on these big ass rants and shit like that. That it still eats me up until this day, and you know, rewatching it and rewatching it and yeah. rewatching it, and you think it would get better, even with the actor gone, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. obviously done. Um, it's still, it's still, d- yeah, it's yeah. still, it's a, it's a hard, it's and, a long shadow to to kind of get out of. Yeah, and and so the thing is also like. Okay, if that's the compromise to make, I get it. We we wanted to see a Spider-Man in this world. There's compromises made, and there's you know it makes the story make sense to an extent for him. I right, really yeah. I really like the suit and the tech and the fact that the eyes you know Move, open yeah. wide like that's super cool. I think they went a little bit too heavy on all that AI and all that stuff. But here's the thing. You can't bring in all those MCU elements into the Spider-Man story without cutting some of the Spider-Man story stuff. Yep. Right? There's zero mention of Uncle Ben in the franchise so far. There was one mention in a what-if episode, and that's a what-if episode. I think that's ridiculous. It's such an integral integral part of who Spider-Man is. And I get that Homecoming is not a movie that started by showing us how he got bit by a spider. It actually started after the events of Civil War, right? I get that. But for there to be not one mention of someone who is fundamentally close and part of who Spider-Man is and how Spider-Man came about to be Spider-Man, I think that's ridiculous. And they did that. They sacrificed that at the expense of... You know, uh, Tony Stark is your mentor and all that stuff. And He's Uncle Ben. He's the new Uncle Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you get that uh, moment later. Well, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, and I, I get that. That is a really big part, and I think it's going to build up to this uh, next one that we're going to watch this week. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be a really cool moment where the other two mention it, and he's going to kind of like, oh, cool. Um, but uh, I also uh, understand that because we've gotten so many Spider Man in the length of, of a couple of years, is that they just Lex didn't want, wants to see more Ben dying. They, yeah, they no, didn't, no, no, they just I didn't, didn't need re- to see. I, I they just, just didn't want to retread it. But but I understand that, like, that's so much of what he does, like, for what he does, yeah. why, what, why he does, you know? 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's just that that it's the Batman thing where it's like, how many times do we need to watch his parents die? In no, that yeah, alley? yeah, no. And I think there's different ways to approach it. it it's true. like just don't act like it didn't happen. Yeah. Aunt ri- May doesn't even like say anything about yeah. losing well, let's someone. Let's snack. Uh, but but well, originally, I wanted Tobey Maguire to be um, <laughs> uh, Uncle Ben. I wanted oh, Tobey Maguire, yeah. Maguire to, to come in as Uncle Ben. But just, uh, yeah. just the last one super. Is that okay, Manny? What? Am I gonna get fired? What for? What? I was just gonna say something oh, else. Yeah, go, you go, were go. gonna say something. Else. Just last little bit, right? Uh, just because no, no, no one else mentioned. And this another part. thing, I just can't uh, the last thing I'll say, aside from that, once again, it's, it's just you know the MCU takes some things and some chunks out that fundamentally I think should be a part of the Spider-Man story. Lastly, I I do to an extent like how concealed this movie was, like smaller scale. He is a lot younger. Mm-hmm. He, it's all of those things. It's a lot more. I'm getting started type of thing, but. The friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, right? It, it's an idea and a philosophy that Spider-Man, you know, who, who he's really like a neighbor, right? But I think they took that and placed it around like the setting as well of this movie because there's not a single shot. Well, no, you can kind of break this apart, but there's no epic web slinging through New York. In this movie, in Homecoming right. specifically, yeah, there mm-hmm. is some I think unique and interesting, like things that they did with the settings where he was trying to web swing in like a residential area. There's nothing around. He's in a, he's in a neighborhood, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. He's like in a bus and all this stuff. Like, falling, okay, falling we, out of the sky. We yeah. hadn't seen that, and, and that's cool. Yep. But looking back after the movie ended, one of the things I don't know why, and it may just be me, but I just thought about it and I was like, there was no single like in new york in the middle of the city mm-hmm. like web swinging cool shot anything like that and i think that's very much purposeful yeah for sure yeah i, I felt that i, well, I want to talk about some of the side characters that we we're introduced to i'm kind of surprised that y'all hate it so much it's the best reviewed and highest grossing spider-man movies um ever but i i just i just feel like why I would do the same thing you've done over and over and over again yep. Do something different and unique, and you know what's really funny is because like I'm hearing John everybody Hughes, talk, Spider-Man. and then also what I, mean, I was saying myself yeah. too is like it's funny because it's <laughs> this is like almost like a catchphrase of mine every time I go on one of these rants. All that being said, it's a good movie. It is yeah. good. Yeah, like it's light. John Watts who made horror, and I think he did a great like a job John of Hughes. making it really light. The casting's really great, which I want to talk to Marissa Tomei. We've talked about. <laughs> already as best May. casting Dick. choice ever. zendaya is is mj also which Dick. i think is fantastic Jacob which was Batalon, only i mean it was only released friend. it was only like announced until the very end of the movie yeah. yeah and i think that's all like really good because it adds kind of a supporting um group behind peter parker and that's important in his next movie which is far from home um you know shout I, out to michael keaton yeah michael keaton who might may be back you know, from Morbius, I, uh, yeah, Morbius, maybe. baby. Yeah, he, I mean, some crazy after credit scenes in, in I think, in, uh, uh, in Venom, in Spider Man, in, in Venom. Well, let's talk about uh, Spider Man Far From Home. Of course, there's kind of a lot that has to deal with the aftermath of the Avengers films, specifically uh, Tony Stark's death. Uh, I mean, massive long shadow again. The Samuel L. Jackson is in this movie, Jake Gyllenhaal. Who, Get uh, fucking John Favreau back in yeah. here because get it, he started in the first Iron Man. Has one of the craziest endings, I think. Of, of well, I guess so. Like one of Probably the it the, is the wildest ending. whiplash endings, I think, uh, yeah, in the Civil MCU. War. Yeah, the comic book. Um, but John, what do you think about Far From Home? Uh, you a big fan of Europe? Uh, I guess so. The the band. Good answer. We. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, Far From Home is actually um, 
I don't know. I think it's a, I, they they kind of like fluctuate. I think whenever I watch Far From Home, I was like, this is fucking because there are more comic accurate scenes in Far From Home than there are in Homecoming, definitely. Yeah. Um, or like moments, like we you know when I think the the moment that everyone's thinking of is probably the Mysterio's uh, illusion, that which is like alone is better than that. that, than, shit, than, yeah. than, uh, Illusions. That shit is like mind blowing. That's like something right out of like both the comic book, the cartoon, anything that you played anything. against Mysterio in in any like you know Spider Man format, yeah. and that's just that awesome. That was dope. Uh huh. Um, Far from Home is pretty good. It still feels kind of weird. I think that in this case, this is a different type of weird that I'm not sure if I put my finger on, but. You know, him being literally away from New York is odd for me. Yeah. That's kind of like Batman going away from Gotham and having a you know an adventure somewhere else or something. He's in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so that's I think the odd part in it. Um, I do like the. Um, so far from home is really fun because of the I think the the villain dynamic. I think it, the the and then the misdirection. I think. There were less leaks for that movie than there are obviously for like oh, you know, yeah. Far From Home or no for No Way Home, so you really did had no idea. And I think people at one point were literally convinced that Mysterio was a good guy. Yeah, you know, and that, but you know, everybody who knows who Spider Man is is kind of like, there's something up with this guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, illusions. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's a good actor. Let's <clears> just <throat> say that. I mean, I honestly am kind of surprised yeah. he. I knew how to quit. You. Well, because after Prince of Persia, he very specifically said he's not doing any movies that are kind of big. I think he almost Studio signed stuff. on to Spider-Man 3 at one point because yeah. Tobey Maguire was getting ready to quit after Spider-Man 2 because of an be injury. Spider-Man. Yeah, he was going to be... Sp- yeah. He was going to be in the first... Was, since the first the, one. Yeah, he was going to be... Or, no, Gyllenhaal was going to be the... Like the, the recast, yeah. like the takeover. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so he would have been Spider-Man 3 had Maguire not signed on. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess there would have been the first reboot, but not really. It would have just been yeah. like a Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton type of thing where it's the same continuity, just different movie. Um but Far From Home, I did really enjoy. I think Far From Home came out, it was really weird. Again, and this is why I kind of want to talk about this, is that I always thought that Sony was going to shoot themselves or get too greedy with Spider-Man. Because Sony in the past, you know, you've seen, you know, Amazing Spider-Man was cool. And then you see Amazing Spider-Man 2 where they're just like, throw in, you know, you know all of this stuff and set up like, you know, six spinoffs. You know, like, you know, literally, like the Sinister Six. And then, you know, we're going to have you know, Spider-Man 3 come out and then, you know, then in Spider-Man 4, they're going to all fight together or something. And I always <clears throat> kind of got scared of that whenever the deal happened. But, you know, as things went on, you're like, maybe it's they're playing it safe. And then when you see Far From Home and then, you know, uh, Venom starts to be announced and Morbius and you're just like, oh, God, like, is this, are they going to pull another? excited about Yeah, are they going to? And then, you know, you heard a Black Cat spinoff somewhere in there, too. Like, they're like basically... Signing off spinoffs. Craven the Hunter is, was announced a couple Aaron of months ago. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, a couple of months ago with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. So you're just kind of like, Sony's getting a little too greedy again. They're going to do this stuff. And then... It's working, so they're just going to pour you know fuel to the fire. And yeah, and then it falls apart. Like, we after Far From Home, the deal fell apart, remember? Like, you know, and then, you know, Sony was going to get Spider-Man back full time. And yeah, it's a huge bargaining thing. There's a lot of, like, fighting over it. It yeah. also is... It's, this is the most uh, recent... Spider-Man movie that we've talked about. This is 2019. Yeah, yeah. And who knew that there was going to be, you know, COVID the year it after or anything? Like, it's kind yeah. of insane that no one saw it. This is only like two years ago. Yeah, this was the epilogue to the, the end, of, uh, kind the of the infin- end of the phase. The, yeah, the Infinity Saga, which is fine. I guess it still was a lot of a literal a lot of crying over like Tony Stark and I miss him and I don't know if I can do this without him type yeah. of thing. And 
And I guess that's why I guess the ending of that movie is probably the best part. Like the ending of this movie. Because at the ending of this movie, that's what I thought was going to happen from here on out. Like, oh, he's Spider-Man. He's going to do his own shit now. Yeah, he's yeah. in charge. Yeah, at the end of Homecoming. My bad. I keep saying this movie, but we're watching Homecoming in the background. Um, so at the end of that movie, I thought that was going to happen. And then it kind of does, and he's kind of mopey around, and he doesn't want to be Spider-Man because, you know, he's, like, you know, feeling grief or whatever, and he just wants to go off and do... Because he just saved the world, I get it, or the yeah, universe. he's tired. Yeah, but, you know, he still has a moment where he's like, I don't know if I can do this without him, and then Happy Hogan has to set him straight. And then the ending of that movie is literally him being what more... Uh, what aligns with i guess my interpretation of spider-man i guess which is fine if it's not your cup of tea that's cool but i thought it was really cool because you know you have a spider sense battle which you bring in spider sense finally and acknowledge it like yeah on screen um you have like you know a bunch of illusion stuff you even have some cameos by some scrolls and shit and you have can't a, trust anything in this movie you have a i know sony's fucking crazy right um you have a uh a web swinging sequence at the very end of Far From Home. Yeah. Like, he actually swings. It's not as cool as you would think it does. It yeah. kind of resembles kind of, I hate to use this, but like kind of a half-assed version of the PS4 Spider-Man swinging because mm-hmm. he takes a selfie and shit. Um, but he is swinging through New York nonetheless. And, he, you know... For and the that first is, time. Yeah, yeah. And that is very exciting to see. And so at that point, you're thinking... Wow, he's in a setting. Yeah, like, you're thinking, like, this is Spider-Man. Like, this is actually cool now. And then you get the big twist ending and that's actually even cooler too so like i would say far from home maybe i know i think people i think people probably enjoy homecoming a little more but i think far from home is maybe a little bit more enjoyable on the holland um yeah i think narratively it's a very super interesting movie that that keeps you on your toes for a really long time there's that really cool sequence too where he gets into like the that vision sequence where he gets like he sees all of... Remember he gets like almost pushed back Doctor Strange style into like all these different... That's what I said, the illusions. Yeah. Oh, is that the, what you meant? The Mysterio, yeah. the Mysterio battle. And then the elements. Remember that? Oh, the Earth, elements. wind, the fire. Drones. Um, it's <laughs> Hydro Man, Sandman, and oh. Molten Man, right? Like the, they're the MCU interpretations, I guess. Yeah. Andrew, what are you, were you a fan of Far From Home? I feel like we recorded like multiple pods on this episode. I go back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Multiple ones. Oh, or maybe a spoiler-free like one. And yeah, then a, two or a three. One. But yeah, no, um, I, I like this one a lot better than Homecoming because I did like that the stakes were up. And the fact that we were even talking about, uh, you know, multiverses here um, was crazy. That Mysterio said that, you know, he's from Earth uh, 616. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And so this was kind of like the first hint at, at all that before Doctor Strange. But he was lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah he? and he, he was lying. He yeah, was yeah. lying, yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I love the Mysterio twist because, you know, if if you've known who Mysterio is, then you knew that he was always the villain. And I love the way he did it here, uh, where he kind of pulled the rug out from underneath everybody who didn't know who Mysterio was. Um, Seeing everyone's reaction was was really, really cool that, you know, that that it actually uh, was a, a genuine surprise to them. But also... Uh, yeah, the, the you know the the VFX and the the visual sequences were were really really uh, cool. The 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 illusion sequence was amazing, and getting to see the elementals, you know, to an extent, I guess, because they're they're ultimately drones or whatever. But um, getting to see them was was pretty cool, especially because we grew up with that '90s cartoon where I you know I was watching Sandman and Hydro Man, you know, these type of villains interact with yeah. uh, Spider Man. So it was uh, I I really really dug it. I like the the literal fish out of water type of thing where he's not in his command center and he kind of needs to do um a little bit more of his own thing and 
Um, I, I did kind of roll my eyes that you know if they would have, I bet you they 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 were they uh they would have put his uh an Iron Man helmet on him. Like Iron Man left you this helmet and now you have to wear the Iron Man I'm like, instead of now. instead of yeah. just the glasses. I bet you they would have done that shit if they if and it if honestly is like the first of this kind of thing that we're seeing now in all the shows and a lot of the movies, which is the passing of the torch to the next generation. Except this is in a really big budget movie well, maybe and, the first one and to do that whole you know you're you're me now well and especially with like um young avengers though with, the, with this multiverse stuff it, it's one of those things where like we're gonna have to move on from these actors being these characters and you're gonna have to find it because without the either, it's, it's crazy that you're gonna have a, a marvel universe without cap without uh, iron man because there's always you know, people that one pick up the mantle but and then you got the all these other one, yeah. universes where you can get another um you're steve right. rogers and you can get another uh, iron heart is confirmed right there's like there's gonna yes, be more williams will yeah. be the next uh i mean in armor wars with don Cheadle, uh that'll have to do with a lot of the uh um you know the fallout of of a world without tony stark and stuff yeah. like that but i did kind of dislike that again on in uh, a far from home i mean uh yeah far, yeah, from, far home. from home where it kind of has to do with all the Tony Starkness and all that, yeah. Um, which hopefully you know it, we kind of round out in this last one because I'm tired of talking about it. And they, they said there's going to be another trilogy, and if there's another trilogy of more Iron Man stuff, that I think I'm just going to lose it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, really, really fun stuff in that second one. Jake Gyllenhaal was amazing, and um, yeah, that 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 twist from the from the Civil War comics, which if you ever read the Civil War comics, that's how, that's the twist. From it, where you get to you get Spider Man revealing his identity to the whole world and stuff like that. Um, he does it on his own terms in the book, but um, the fact that everyone knows who he is is a really really cool dynamic, especially because in the MCU everyone knows who like when you look at Steve Rogers, you're like that's Captain America, and you yeah. look at uh, you look at Barney, and you're like that's yeah. Hawkeye, and so you recognize everybody, and there's not a lot of alter egos or like. Yeah. Um, Basically, you know, uh, people hiding their identity <clears throat> in the MCU because they're just so open about who they are, and it, it's it's an not interesting... a whole lot of masks either. Yeah, well, <laughs> and that's that was part of my gripe with the MCU in the first place is that everyone's always taking off their thing, and I'm like, damn it, you're not you're not that person if you're not wearing the whole suit. They're gods among men; they and don't care. It's because they have to sell the actor where it's like we need you to see yeah. that as Chris Pratt. But I was like, Star Lord never takes off his fucking helmet in the comics, so why would I want to see his face? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to see Mario. Yeah, and so yeah, and, and, and this one it's the same thing where that's why they didn't give him an Iron Man helmet because yeah. we need you to show your whole face, and so the sunglasses will have to do, Kiryu. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, really, really cool. Um, still, again, good movies, but I did have my gripes with it. Far from home, Lex. What do you think about Far from Home? I mean, there's a lot of uh, it has BBE, big blip energy in this movie. It's it's like the big. Wow. Like it's it's literally the hangover of the blip. This whole movie is kind of them dealing with it's like a universal hangover. Yeah, yeah. Mysterio takes advantage of it fully. Yeah. Know? So well, I I I like this movie. I, I really like actually like the homecoming. I know I was ranting a bit, but like I mean I I, I know I Alexa, it, it doesn't sound like you're gonna watch um, No Way Home because <laughs> I, you're just so over it. I, it's fine. It's cool. No, I've enjoyed all of these iterations. It's it's good, it's good to be still like critical because there's things that I'd like to see this character do because. I genuinely like Tom Holland. I think he's a good actor. Uh, he's funny off off camera. Like he's gonna end know, up being this the Spider Man that's in the most. Yeah. Stuff. No, he has he has he has the style. He has the charisma and everything. So I really like him as as a as a person, an actor doing this role. And I think he's doing great with what he's being given. And I don't think what he's being given is bad. It's just once again the stories and the MCU. It's a decision. Like it's a sauce, choice to do right? all that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, home, uh, far from home. Uh, I really th the problems that I have with Homecoming, uh, 
they they got reduced the amount of problems that I had with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say they got addressed. To be honest, like they, it's just it's less problems with this movie. But like like we said, you know, one of the first things I noticed it was weird to have them in Europe. Same thing, you don't have like the web slinging and the things that you would design. Like it was just cool because you do have a different setting for him. Um, but I miss that. I miss that, especially at the end of Homecoming. I just thought like the point of it was that he's going to be his own person and all that stuff. And, and you still mm-hmm. have the reliance, but um, I did like that. It addressed like I, the, the Tony Stark loss. I, I like that portion of it. Uh, they're getting ready to move on quote unquote, but they did go with a story that still kind of relies on, you know, his love for Tony and all that stuff. And, and, and asking, what's next I, I like that scene where like the reporters they're asking him like are you gonna be the next spider-man or the next iron man and all that stuff like you're gonna be the leader and all that stuff i like that because it humanized peter parker even more as far as like i'm just a kid like i don't need to be worrying about all this he's stuff just trying to be and he yeah. was truly trying to escape of that and he was trying to have a nice vacation and so i i really like that because it does go back to who peter parker is he is just a kid he wants to live a normalish life mm-hmm. and so i think when i when i think of like traveling and vacations that is a good setting and a good position to put him in to deal with a lot of these struggles um still we had of course you know uh, nick fury in here and all that stuff so still some of the problems as far as how much he relies on certain things but this time he was more like sought after rather than like him you know Wanting seeking the, after, yeah, seeking yeah. At the health, he, yeah, he wasn't wanting the involvement, if that makes sense. So I like that that twist on it mm-hmm. all. Um, and it, it was more of like, okay, the world, the pressure is on you, but it's just not him following that path. So right. Yeah. I like that part. Once again, the problems got reduced. Uh, Mysterio was a great choice, I think, for a villain because you know you look back at the like all the Spider-Man iterations, no one's really gotten even close to get a character like Mysterio. We're almost and, there with Sam Raimi. He was going to be Bruce Campbell. Like that's why he changed oh, it. That's really? why he changed his appearance per movie. What? There yeah. was like a Isn't whole plan? Uh-huh. There Damn. was a plan for the fourth one. Yeah. Yep. Like to do it. I thought Vulture was going to be the... the... I, I think it was a couple of villains. Oh, it was like, okay. a, it was it was like a, a joke villain. Like basically like yeah. he arrests him at the beginning of the movie and that was him, him going away basically. And, like, yeah. That's kind of like been... the Scarecrow in Dark Knight. You know how he's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. arrested at the beginning. Sony's yeah. wanted the Sinister Six so bad that they've been putting multiple villains in their Spider-Man movies for years. And, yeah. Yeah. and we still don't even talk about and, Rhino. Uh, well, and we're about to... Like it's crazy that we're going to get it this oh, way. Yeah. Multiverse. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. But you know, you know, I think with the technology and the VFX, like it just worked really well. And though normally I would have gotten like, um, no, not upset because it's it's truthful. So I like the background and how they explain like with the use of the drones and all that stuff, like all these sequences that he was able to pull off, all the like kind of lies and stuff, even fooling like uh, Shield and all that stuff, which I think yeah, this guy's not love. But um, Ah, where was I going with this? Oh, the only part I didn't like Mysterio-wise was, like, his motive. Like, it was against Tony Stark. Against, yeah. And it was like, they did that with Vulture. Like, Vulture was mad and upset at Tony Stark specifically. So I was really surprised that out of the few things that they were replicating as far as, like, oh, it's still MCU-centered. It's like, to go as far as, like, 
yeah, this is another villain that just kind of yeah. didn't like Tony Stark. And I was like, really? Like, uh, Stark, yeah, that, that's Tony the only Stark, part. Baby. I didn't like, like Spider-Man has such a great rogues gallery that it's like, they have their own motives. And some of them are just like, they don't fucking like Spider-Man. So like, let that be the thing. So I, I, I yeah. the same thing with Vulture. Well, well, yeah. It was like, that's what I'm saying. They just they recycled like, that. And it really does feel like Spider-Man has not even had a high profile moment yet. In yeah. These two movies. Um, you know, but you know, uh, Iron Man is gone now, so who knows? Oh, like, you know, well, who knows what's gonna happen yet? Or no, is he? But yeah, and I mean, dun, just dun, dun. just just wrapping up my thoughts. I I think uh, th- those are just part of the things that I didn't like. But Jake Gyllenhaal was great. The visuals was great. Uh, the Spidey uh, Tingle thing. <laughs> uh, they couldn't even call it Peter Spider Tingle. Since yeah. Jesus. Oh, uh, the Peter Tingle. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty dumb. Uh, actually, I, I don't like the name of that. I don't know what they just. Just, just give us. They're trying to make it sound like, like a puberty thing. I yeah. It's funny. It's whatever. It works. But I like that because it was it was his about Peter. It was about trusting his his senses, right? And yeah, and being able to kind of, once again start shaping up the things that he is without the tech and without all that use, stuff. So use the force. I I I really like that. Uh, ending was nuts. I remember my, my jaw literally dropped because I can't I can't believe that they kept like the J. Jonah Jameson thing like oh, under yeah, wraps. Yeah. Like they, they don't do wars. that. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Like keep things under wraps. So yeah. it was it was really great. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think I'm hoping it, even though there's reliance to Doctor Strange, you know, hinted at here, I think there's going to be less like. Hand holding is because I think Doctor Strange as the character is like I'm not here to like sink or swim. We're gonna, who knows? It's we're yeah. kind of switching from Iron Man tech to to multiverse stuff. So who no, knows? I It'll understand, the... but I I think this movie left Spider Man in a position of pressure and the the yeah. identity like we talked about. Right. Yeah. And then also just the very obvious fact that it's obviously a very giant homage to the live action Spider Mans that we've seen. It, yeah. Like, you know, because it's obviously yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, if all the rumors are true and stuff, and I don't want to speculate anymore because we're so close just to the movie. Um, two days, two more nights. If it like, if all of this shit comes true, then you know, it's you know, it's the it's movie will be, probably be Spider Man as fuck yeah. already. With already with like, it definitely is connected and pays homage. With already like this much like villains just in, in general that this movie has, it's already and it's shorter than Eternals. You know, it's um, well, yeah, isn't that wild? I thought it was longer. I don't know. It's shorter. If, it's like. 30 minutes shorter than Eternal. I don't know if I, how I feel about it, that, wait, that being it, said Eternal. No, that makes no sense. Eternal was in 30, three hours long. Eternal was long, bro. Uh, it was like two hours and a half. That's like the two, same thing. I looked this up because I, I, well, I never texted you. Who are, who are your sources, man? You were asleep. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. I, like, you're not even going to watch No Way Home. You don't like Tom Holland, it sounds like. I know. Like. I sold my tickets for I like wanna... $3,000. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, but they were going for that much. That's so crazy. Um, but shout out to... If this is the movie that's Spider-Man as fuck, I do want to give a special shout out to a non-animated spot or non-live action Spider-Man, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which currently yeah. stands, in my opinion, as the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Because great, that is pretty awesome. It's a very good movie. Yeah. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play the a Spider-Verse, a, a quick fun game. I don't know. I think I talked about. It. I like Far is, From Home. Is, is it, it fun? Good. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh yeah, you didn't even. We haven't even been asking you about your. Opinions. Yeah, nobody cares, but it's fine. Yeah. It sounds like it's a big hate parade over here. So I'm, oh, I'm interested to know. It. I know. Yeah. I, I hope like people the movie. I hope people don't think that. Yeah, because like it's I, like eighty percent. You everyone not like not liking Tom Holland. It's I'm, no, I'm really, I'm really. It's too late. We're, we're an hour in. Okay, so we're gonna play the Holland trivia quiz. Okay. Um, you're gonna get on your phone and you're gonna text me the answers to the questions. Chaos that walking. Ask. Do, huh? Do you the still? Chaos walking. Do you still? Uncharted. What? Andrew and. 
John? Do cool. you still have the... Our... Wait, am I texting you? Yes, you're going to text me. You don't have to text me so now. What? But Wait, you're going to text me the answer the group, to... The group chat? No, 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 no. Don't it's just text me individually. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, you have my number, Lex? <laughs> I blocked you, but let me undo Ooh, that So we're going to play the Holland Trivia Quiz, and it's going to be very exciting. Lex is smiling because he played the Garfield Quiz and the Toby Damn, Quiz. he's got a and leg up on us. I, I don't. I didn't even study. <laughs> and there's a twist here, and you idiot. Okay, he's played this a couple times, and I told him before, I just go to IMDb, and... Even now, he didn't. He didn't I, forget, I forget everything we say in our podcast. Like as soon as it ends. Yeah, me too. Here we go. Here's the first question: Which Spielberg wait, film? Wait, 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 wait! I'm not even at your thing. Hold on. Which Spielberg film is Tom Holland's favorite movie? His favorite movie ever is a Spielberg movie. Which is it? Hmm. First question of the Holland trivia quiz. Very oh, shit. interesting. Hmm. I fucked it. It would make sense that it's West Side Story. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's it's oh, it's wait. it's Hold uh autocorrect. The BFG. Also think about think about Tom Holland. <laughs> the, the, BFG. the big fucking gun. Is that wait, what does it stand for? BFG. The big fucking giant? No, the big, <laughs> the, fucking, the, the big friendly giant. Friendly, friendly giant. Okay. Mm. okay, Lex, you guessed E.T. The butt e. fucking giant. <laughs> Wait, is that E.T.? Lex guessed E.T. John and Andrew, you both guessed Jurassic Park, and the answer is Saving Private Ryan, so no one gets that's a point. That's a lie. I don't, I don't believe that's his favorite movie. But uh, okay. He's an actor's actor, my yeah, friend. he is an actor's actor. I guess. That's he the spent thing, like, like, eight, he didn't get a role, so he, he spent also, like he eight years like, in dramatic he school. He was like, I want to be this generation's Marty McFly. But you've never seen the... What a nerd. The Impossible by J.A. Like that's a fucking serious ass movie. Yeah, it's about tsunami. Here's the next question, and this is actually I'm not gonna give any clues, but Tom Holland based his Peter Parker performance on this famous teen actor of the '80s. Tom Holland based. I think one of you knows this. Tom Holland based his Peter Parker performance on this famous teen actor of the '80s. John, you don't want to give Lex any help. Do you? I'm not. Uh, uh, Drew just said it like 30 seconds ago. All right, so Andrew it. and John, you get the point because you got it correct. It's Michael J. Fox. Lex, you texted Ferris Bueller, who is not a real. <laughs> I, did person. you say real? I thought you said fictional. No. I said Didn't actor. Didn't you say 80s? Oh, okay. I heard character. Here's the next one. Outside of the MCU, what is Tom Holland's highest grossing film? Outside of the MCU, what is Tom Holland's highest grossing film? He's in like six MCU movies. Is that right? Like he's in a lot he, of them. He's in a six with this upcoming one. So what, apart from the MCU films, what is his highest grossing film? His highest grossing film. Mm, you got to go back into your mind. And I feel like Tom Holland, you know, uh, Civil War kind of was prepped and came out 2016, but he was like kind of an unknown right? He played... Um, he just only did like wait, is, is, he, yeah. is he just that he is in? Uh, I mean, he is in this movie, yes. He is an actor in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I'm going to guess the movie that I just said. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Highest grossing Tom Holland feature that is not in the MCU. This is really interesting because we've been playing oh, this. Oh, shit. We played this, with, we played this with Tobey Maguire and with Andrew Garfield, and it's hard because like, man, they were Spider-Man, so. <laughs> just Spider-Man. Well, I, got, I, mean, I got those rights. I was doing pretty good on yeah. the. I think it was Tobey Maguire's Seabiscuit or something. Like, that was I his think I might team. know what it was, but I already guessed my answer. So, yeah, but I think I want, I should... Andrew Castro has guessed Sherry, which was a direct to streaming for Apple. Um, <laughs> so John, no. <laughs> so no. <laughs> yeah, I... John and Lex both guessed the impossible. The correct answer is 2020's Doodle Little. 
Oh, Doolittle. Oh, shit. I He's hate a voice. these yeah. movies where you did this. I thought it was a Monster earth. Calls because yeah. he was the, the mocap for he, the monster in the Monster Calls. What, I, just, I just guessed. What role did he audition for in The Force Awakens, losing out because he couldn't stop laughing at, at the opposite the actor droid. pretending to be a droid? Yeah. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Wait, he's he, like, let's do it again. What role auditioned? did he audition for in The Force Awakens, which would have been insane. I don't think they would have cast him as Spider-Man if he did that. Um, losing yeah. out because he couldn't stop laughing at the I know my answer is right, but uh, that, that was a, the way he tells the story is so funny. He says that like he was he started to say his line, like, we got to get to the Falcon. And then the girl's like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. And then like he instantly starts laughing. He's like, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Let's do this again. And then she did it again. He's like, oh, shit. Like, you're literally going to keep doing it again. Like, I thought this was a joke. And she's like, well, that's what you're going to bump into yeah. on the set. What a different movie if he was fan, right? Like, you just gave her the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. I texted yeah. him before oh, you said that. Lex, John, and Andrew, you all got the point because it's Finn. <laughs> shit, I just said the answer. I love that you took a beat. Yeah. You're like, wait. Th- thank like you. You shit Lex your pants did or text beforehand, which yeah, is. Yeah. I instantly knew that you had said the answer. And I looked at you and he was like, oh, no. What color are Tom Holland's dreamy eyes? Oh, that was a little bit of uh, editorial in there. But what color are Tom Holland's eyes? <laughs> and, if you of, don't, and if you don't know, then you're opinion. not looking at his eyes, and that's mess. I'm not, actually. I My eyes are up here. I don't look at an actor's eyes. What are you looking at? <laughs> Their brown eye. <laughs> that was a little too much. The butts. That was my answer, though. Shit. Yeah, I, I uh, guess. John, you guessed white? Because Spider-Man's eyes are white, motherfucker. Andrew and Lex, you get the point because he has brown eyes. Nice. Nice. Lex and John, you're tied at two. Andrew, you're at three. Very, very close. Hmm. So now the next question in the Holland trivia quiz. The province of Holland is not actually the name of its country. What is the official name? Holland, which we've heard of as like a place, isn't an actual country. What is the country that Holland is in, that region? I have no fucking... God damn it. I should probably fail mm. geography. This is fun because two know. things. Lex knows this happens in every game. Guess what happened in the Garfield trivia game? Oh, you're, was, talking, you're talking about the cat? Bullshit. But, but, like, I thought they were no, playing. The I thought they were nah, playing. Um, and then the second thing, Danny, who is like a huge fan of our pod and who texts all the time, he lives here. I was about to... I was about to give He's the like, answer. address. Uh-oh. Um... John, shout out, shout you, out to Danny. did you guess white? No, that's not a, a country. That's a mindset. <laughs> oh, that's not Texas. Not wait, 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 wait. Wait, I got it. Uh, mine was a joke answer because I no, thought it of, wasn't. It was because I thought of uh, what is it? The Austin Powers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm from. Okay, Holland. John guessed IDK. Andrew and Lex, you get the point because this is the Netherlands. The nice. Netherlands oh, is oh, yeah. the actual country. God damn that's it! Right. Like Danny's gonna hate me for. I know. You didn't know. Wow. Um, Thank you, Danny. You helped me get a point there. Where you gave him too many, too oh, many guesses or snap. too many. Hits. We're going back to Tom Holland. Where on his body does Tom Holland have a Spider Man logo tattooed? He has a logo tattooed? He has yeah, the Spider Man logo nerd. tattooed it's on his, his B hole. What a fucking you, nerd. You like talking about B holes. And I like talking about, uh, you, I thought you were going to say sphincters, but yes. Mm, okay. Cool, cool, cool. cool. What, what body I think part? If, I got, if I got cast as Spider Man, I would totally tattoo Spider Man. That's one of those iconic roles. Mm. Well, you said body part? Yeah. Okay. What I, if you like? I'm what sure. if your movie sucks? You're just like <laughs> you need I'm to get it tattooed on my face. <laughs> how do you, you know? how do you spell penis? Oh. How do you not nice know cheek. how to spell that? <laughs> Andrew and Lex, you texted leg, and John, you texted wrist. The correct answer is the bottom of his foot. 
So that's a, that's part of the leg. What? Oh. No, it's not. The foot is not on the leg. That is one of the most painful places to. All right, back at. to the Holland trivia quiz. What is the largest? Which body part? What is, is the? Leg? What is the? I feel like this is really easy, but who knows? What is the largest city in the Netherlands? What? Very very famous, giant city. What is the largest city here's one, here's in the one. Netherlands? Holland. Here's one. Don't yell. That's uh, not a city. This? Also, just in case you thought that was a city. What is the largest city in the Netherlands? A lot of people go on vacation here. It's known for being a little fun. Okay, I think I got it right. Is this in, oh my gosh, is this in Far From Home? I don't know. No. I I would Google it. I don't know. I don't think so. This is it. John is on his Google Maps. John is texting (laughs) Danny. He's tweeting at Danny. (laughs) John, again, another IDK. Andrew and Lex, you get a point. It's Amsterdam. Oh, nice. I honestly was not even sure if that was in the Netherlands. I I didn't want to guess wrong and seem like an asshole, so that's why I keep pushing like, I don't know. Now you're the only one that's wrong, and you still look like the asshole. I know. Which of these physical mediums, it's funny because we just talked about this, which of these physical physical mediums were invented in the Netherlands? CDs, DVDs, or Blu-rays? Which of these physical mediums was invented in the Netherlands? CDs, DVDs, or Blu-rays? Ah... All of these things that they're all I guess discs. nobody is using anymore. Right? Well, I was like, they're all discs. You, get, you have Blu-rays. You still yeah, I know. Blu-ray. I don't know why. Um, Mike Flanagan is trying to tell Netflix to make more Blu-rays. Yeah, but why would they do digital that? Digital assholes. No. What do you, don't you have the haunting? Uh, Not the, Midnight Mass though. Yeah, I know, but, but you have haunting. Yeah. Wait, y'all still get yeah. the the DVDs from Netflix? Yeah. No, I don't get them from Netflix. I get them from like a DVD store. Oh, so okay. You all oh, guess. I see. You all guess DVDs, and you all get a point. But technically, nice. this was an easy one because all three of those were invented in the, the Netherlands. Netherlands. CDs, DVDs, oh, and how did I to say? Like they're all literally the same. But John, you get you t- you texted IDK twice. You could have missed out if you t- <laughs> texted that. Right? IDK is a physical medium. <laughs> <laughs> well, you texted IDK on this one. No, no it's oh, just DVDs. Okay. The, oh yeah, we all got it. There's multiple choices. The Dutch <laughs> in the Netherlands are the second largest exporter of beer what country is the first oh shit exporter the dutch are the second largest exporter of beer heineken and and the other kinds what country is the first what <laughs> the country kinds. is the first i, I don't, don't drink so netherlands is second i don't know mm-hmm. I, I, uh, one of these countries is number one think in your mind yeah i think i got it lex is drinking right now <laughs> he has yes. a keg over on I, his I, shoulder i'm look i'm looking at the side of the side of the can it, it should say it somewhere lex and john you guessed germany andrew you guessed ireland you are all incorrect what? the correct answer is mexico mexico, mexico yes, is right. the so largest what? Tecate. Way? Tecate no, hey, no way come on i'm from the, I, I never that saw i never saw trucks leave i never saw the trucks i never saw the trucks leave they would have left by by my town like yeah no. you don't know bud lights from mexico <laughs> But nasty. I, I thought it was Germany. I could have sworn it was Germany. I thought Mexico would be like top top What's, three, but you know, I went to Denver and Coors Light is based there, and everybody hates them because Coors Light owns the water in Colorado. They own the water, so it's dirty, and they just like just everyone's all drink? fucked up all the time. I don't Coors know. Light. <laughs> well, they have people in boats, and if they see you like wa- taking some water from the rivers to water your field they or something, throw you a can. Of course, like <laughs> <laughs> they like murder you. They'll sue you and stuff. People the, hate the them, yeah. the Duff Man comes out yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like with, with a shotgun. I say horses. Are they the ones that the bottle turns blue if it's cold or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, mountains, yeah. yeah. Can you just touch it? I don't understand. <laughs> no, dude. It's it's high tech Stark technology. Just be like, oh, this is cold because I feel it cold. I don't understand. Okay, here's the last question: Dutch men are the blankest people in the world 
Dutchmen are the blankest people. <laughs> Hardest. I, I think this can get me canceled. Then don't do it. <laughs> the Dutch people are Dutch, the what? Right. Blank? The blankest people in the world. Think of a feature, and they are this. I think, Andrew, you've already won. I don't think there's a way. Alexa, I think can... Wait, I thought we were tied. No. I haven't gotten... Alexa, you have four... No. <laughs> you no. said we're tied, and then we've been getting all no. of them right. What, no. what happened? Alexa, you have four. Andrew has no. six, and John has three. Well, because you two were tied. Yeah. Stop. I, I, Stop the hit. vote. <laughs> Uh-oh. Recount. Uh, Andrew, you texted strongest. Lex, fittest. John, you texted nicest. They are the tallest. The average height of a man in the Netherlands is six foot two. What? Yeah, Man, fuck the Dutch. I'm like super short. <laughs> Andrew, you've won the game. Congratulations, you've won the Holland trivia. Wait, how close, how close was I? You were two points behind Andrew. Okay, I feel good about myself. Okay, cool. Well, let's go around the horn, talk about Tom Holland. And it's kind of weird because at to- Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, there was an obvious stopping point. But this one, there's a new movie coming out. So it's not really yeah, yeah. a little bit of speculation. Um, John, what do you think about Tom Holland overall? And what are you looking forward to in knowing him? Um, like I said before, I still stand by the fact that Tom Holland is probably the most accurate as, as far as characterization uh, form of Spider-Man we've ever gotten. Um, I think he's great. Um, those issues that I had with the movies is just with the way the, the character has been written. And maybe because, again, it's really heavy on the MCU. Um, so that's basically my grabs with it. I mean, that just kind of bringing it full circle and why, like, the why I guess I prefer other Spider-Man adventures to these um you know all of that being said the movies are great i mean it's nice to see a spider-man that's playing around it's like kind of like the first time you saw you know there was a mention of iron man i know we kept talking shit about iron man in the context of these movies (laughs) yeah but it's like it's the cool it's cool when you you get like an iron man mention or when you watch the avengers you know like for the first time ever you're just like i can't believe this shit is happening it's like a live action cartoon and so not in a bad way it's just like goddamn like this was like your childhood brought to life and stuff so, um, Tom Holland's great. Um, and then for No Way Home, uh, I don't want to say too much on it because I don't know what. Because you could be really wrong. Happen. You've well, yeah, already like, seen we, the movie. We just be, tell us, man. No, it's just like we can be wrong on it. And also, like, there's also the, the scary. I guess I'll say this like, there's a part in my brain that's scared for it because Spider Man movies in the past, when they try to do a lot, end up not being the greatest movie. It's true. And um, this one looks like it's doing. A ton. Uh, yeah, fuck ton. It looks like it's doing what The Amazing Spider-Man tried to do and Spider-Man 3 in one movie. Like bo- like both of those. Yeah. The ambitiousness combined, basically. Um, the ambition, I guess. Ambitiousness. Um, it is like, yeah. And so, like, that's the only thing that's a fear of mine is that, like, it could be too much of a clusterfuck and it could be bad because of it. Could be, but it's that's not. just me. John, it's not. Um, <laughs> John, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 97%. Yes, I know. At the, at the time Rotten Tomatoes recording. is fact. At the time of this recording. Fresh. Um, you know, like it came out. It's getting rave yeah. reviews. Um, we're, stay- we're all staying off of social media because it's apparently. Got- yeah, Delphin apparently knows the beat per beat of the movie, I think. Already. We open 1937 East Berlin. A young boy on a bicycle sees of the very dog. first spider. <laughs> the very first spider ever. <laughs> Um, God damn! <laughs> and he hates Tony Stark. And he ha- yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I get no what you're home, saying. Yeah, though. so No Way Home is gonna be. I'm hoping it's gonna be great. Uh, you know, there's been it's been a while since we've gotten a really it's cool, been a while cool live action like great Spider Man movie like you know standalone. What I mean standalone. I'm sorry because like these 
two that we talked about aren't aren't bad. I think I don't think everything will be on the level of Into the Spider Verse because of the way the switch is. Like, because animation you can just do a whole lot oh, more yeah. with that limitless with There's that style. Yeah, and so, but I'm really hoping this will be Holland's opus when it comes to yeah. the um, performance of Spider Man. And really, an opus maybe for all of the Spider Man films. A lot of uh, homage and yeah. I mean, it's you've seen it. You it's if anything i hope it's a it's a giant celebration and of it seems like it might be just a giant celebration yeah. of the love action spider-man and i think that's not a bad thing i'm i'm, I'm scared for the level of fan yeah. service in it you know because sometimes yeah. you're a little cynical a little like meta and you're like what's happening like is exactly this like yeah a, yeah because yeah. you know i don't know it's just oh it makes sense yeah so Cause then, there's other movies that come out and then don't because where does it end? Are we doing an yes, X-Men exactly. movie where all the other X-Men come together with and these that's X-Men? The thing, yeah. We already did. It's called X-Men Days of Future Past. I mean, Ooh, we're also getting geez. the fucking Flash movie yep. next year that is also a, another multiverse yeah. adventure um, with all WB's this other stuff. WB's doing multiverses. Their Smash Brothers-like game oh, where Shaggy yeah. fights Arya Stark. There Space is a, Jam when the Clockwork Orange freaks are at the Roy game. Logan from Succession is in that game and he fights Tony Soprano. Jimmy Neutron met Timmy Turner. Timmy I Turner, remember that yeah. episode. Michelle Yeoh is meeting Michelle Yeoh in a different multiverse and yeah but that's good movie? that one's gonna sure. be really good <laughs> uh, anyway uh, uh, a ready player one I'm excited I'm excited <laughs> I'm giant again <laughs> I'm excited for No Way Home and yeah. I hope like again like I hope it's Holland's best yeah um, Andrew, what do you what do you what do you think about Tom Holland overall and then how how excited are you for some No Way Home which um, I think when this comes out our our, our spoiler free is gonna be out like in three hours from this release nice so be ready so yeah you're gonna listen to so my voice wait. in like another in another couple minutes uh, but. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it, Tom Holland. I think is is awesome casting for the role of Spider Man, uh, especially because it looks like he's gonna look young forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like, damn, like you just don't age. And, um, <laughs> so it's really really cool to to kind of get that longevity as a Spider Man. You know, a lot of the other Spider Man were kind of aging out, and that's mm-hmm. why they were like, uh, they already graduated college because goddamn, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's fifty. <laughs> he's getting Social Security in episode yeah, four. Yeah, exactly. And so you're like, holy shit, like he's already catching up to Aunt May. Yeah. Um, why am I saying ba ba ba? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. You sound like Miles Teller from Whiplash. Ba 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 ba. He's like in four. Damn it! Sound like Sean the Sheep. But yeah, really, really cool casting choice. I think it's not his fault that he can't write these movies and they're so Iron Man centric. Yeah, I get the partnership of like you get all the money and we plaster the our biggest character in your movie. Um, I get it. Um, the, what Sony's doing with their own Spider Verse is a fucking shame because, oh. uh, yeah, because <laughs> because all their movies uh, aren't even on par with the worst MCU movie, and somehow you're getting Kevin Feige to mention Venom and it's let there be carnage. Mind. Let no, there be no. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, I was about to say, yell out a big spoiler, but I realized that uh, you probably haven't seen it. I don't care. Uh, well, and you, oh, kill, you haven't seen that movie. You kill no. fucking carnage, and you're like, "What oh, the fuck does that happen?" I that watched never the happens. first Venom movie on an airplane. And also, there's a there's an after credit scene in Venom where Venom is transported into the MCU. Like he sees Tom Holland Spider Man on the TV. Well, and wait, it, you haven't him, seen that? It's him revealing Mysterio revealing the identity oh, of so Spider Man. And so Venom's like, he looks tasty. Like that. And then remember in the I'm trying to stick my tongue in his ass. Remember the Morbius trailer where he says, "I'm not Venom." 
Venom or I'm Venom. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. So I just spoiled that for you and the audience. So um, also, I didn't watch the movie. I, I just looked that up because I didn't want to watch that garbage ass movie. And it's a shame that uh, we're going to eventually see this, this really, really great Spider-Man and Tom Holland get integrated with that mediocre universe. But until then, we're going to um, enjoy the time that we have with him here. I think that uh, Spider-Man No Way Home hopefully is the breaking off point of like, you don't need Iron Man anymore. You're going to be your own thing. It's a celebration of your character and not you anybody else's. Other Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, what if he goes just his other universe where the MCU is in a... And is it a thing? thing? Yeah, I know. It no, might, no that way might happen. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and if, if he gets home, the title's a lie. Sony takes over. Yep. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's, it's really, really cool. I think um, people's expectations are way too high for, for this movie. Also, uh, manager expectation because it might not meet them. Uh, it's probably going to meet them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And exceed I, I, them. I mean, and I hope so. I, I really do hope so, but I'm trying to manage my own. because no, no, no. Get I, higher, baby. Because I've been... And I, I read the Spider-Verse when it was first coming out, so I have the first appearance of Penny Parker and stuff like that. And when it was first being... Uh, you know, it's crazy that it started with the video game Shattered Dimensions and then it kind of just mm-hmm. uh, spiraled yeah. out of control. Um, Andrew's eyes went to the back of his head when he said that. He was like... Um, <laughs> but, I mean, even, even like the Madam Web stuff that you bumped into in like the 90s cartoon, you're like, oh shit, there's always kind of been like these yeah. alternate whatever and these mashing of worlds and stuff like that. So um, I even hope Tom Holland's in Doctor Strange into the you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness. There's a there's a um, a rumor that the trailer is attached as one of the, the after credit scenes for the Classic. Spider-Man thing. So they did that for, they for put Aven- a, yeah, the Avengers. Avengers. Stages, right? and oh, it, that's the trailer. Oh, it makes sense be because cool. you, you don't have an Avengers movie you have Doctor Strange and so hopefully you you get all these people that are going to um, combined and uh, uh, for sure but yeah I'm I'm a really big fan of of uh, what Tom Holland's uh, work and and passion and heart has gone into uh, into this role and I hope we can see him uh, you know more in this universe more so in Sony's because damn I dread I dread Sony's with the passion, Lex. What do you what do you think about Tom Holland? And I guess this is the final episode of these recaps. So yeah. hit us up with whatever you think my, or what 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 you or what my, you're expecting. My contract is up after this. Yeah, you got a three game contract. Like <laughs> I don't know, OJ Simpson or oh my god, uh, the, the OJ of Delphin Pod. Oh my god, the club doesn't uh, fit. No, yeah. So once again, I know that little bits and pieces were very ranty. It's definitely the look at you backtrack. You know, it's kind of it's kind of what you expect. You know, this is the third take on the character from a live action standpoint. There's a higher expectation. There's there's different things that you need to meet uh, to what people grew up with. Especially once again, I talked about it in the Toby app. Like it, it's what I grew up with. It's what I was a kid. Mm-hmm. There was a level of purity of like things didn't get spoiled. I I didn't even get a chance to look at the trailers beforehand. Like you can't just YouTube them back then, right? So. There's expectations, and some expectations, like, you know, Tom Holland may have not had a chance to meet regardless. And, yeah, it's not he's not the one writing the movies. He's not the one that, um, you know, plays the, the, the MCU at the middle, and his character revolves around it. But I think he's done an excellent job with what he's done. He deeply loves the character, and you can tell. There's passion behind it. His performances are actually good. If you look at his body of work beforehand, he he doesn't come from the backgrounds of Tobey Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield, especially, where the kind of movies that they were doing before becoming Spider-Man, they, they, it was good stuff. So Tom Holland, like being as young as he is, he doesn't have that body of work, and he's been still delivering 
a, a great character in my opinion a great mm-hmm. take um you also got to think like what's interesting about tom holland and what it's almost like a positive is he grew up watching these movies as well he grew up watching the toby movies the andrew garfield movies so i think that's unique whereas you know andrew garfield i know he was a fan of spider-man as a character but all he had to go for yeah. it was you know the, the comic toby. books and the, toby mcguire says the still to this day he's never going to read a, a comic book yeah <laughs> yeah so it's different right and i think that plays into the youthfulness and that um nerdiness of his character like i liked some things that you know he builds Legos with his friend Ned and stuff and he's like smart. that. It's he's cool. a really smart kid. He's a smart kid. I, I, I think it's a little bit out of character because that Lego set's one of the most expensive ones ever, and it's like a vintage set. And the fact that, oh it, yeah, and even in the deleted scene, he has a uh, a vintage Star Wars figure. I was like, what the fuck? Like people, with this like his he age. Don't he dies. Those he talks Star Wars. He talks about no one Avengers. throws that shit away. What the fuck? That shit's worth money. You're talking Aunt, about, yeah. Aunt May has a, an own yeah, a, a, a hookup or like yeah I, I have no clue but when yeah, I was, they have a heroes and fantasies in Queens group. <laughs> yeah but, but uh, what I'm saying is the people who buy that stuff are 30, 40, 50 years yeah. old because yeah. it's vintage stuff and it's not maybe it's Ned maybe, like, maybe Ned is rich his, his yeah. dad is Norman I, I, I know that I'm sorry uh, uh, you, you said that's one of your favorite things but I, I had to like every time it breaks the illusion for me because <laughs> I know it's, it's like expensive as fuck could you imagine him like with the Taj Mahal like it wouldn't have made sense people were like why the fuck is he building the Taj Mahal? But it's because it's one of the most expensive Lego sets ever. But he got, anyway. he's, got that, he's got that Stark money. He has a goodwill. Uh, you know, he, found just, it used. he just found it. Yeah. No, uh, but no, you're right. But I, I think those are some unique elements, right? Like, and you can't wait for him to talk about Avatar in the new uh, one. Andrews and Toby's always felt a little bit older, not yeah. only in the look and, and just to take the seriousness of the character. So, yeah, yeah Tom mm-hmm. Holland's done great. I like the movies, I've enjoyed them. It, it's still, I'm always going to be critical of the fact that. This is the third movie that's about to come out, No Way Home, and we're still hoping that that is the first time or that at least by the end of it that we'll see a Spider-Man that's more independent and and less reliant of the MCU counterparts. So I'm always going to be critical that like it's taking three movies to give us an independent, but I think the payoff is going to be great when that happens and if that movie – if this movie places him in that position where he's evolved so much, he's gone through so much. You know, thinking about like the, the, the universe saving – um you know uh events that he's been a part of like he he's been through some shit he died. More, more than what we've talked about with the other spider-man so i think that's unique i hope that plays a role and yeah i'm i'm really excited for no way home i i expectations are high and it's always good to you know temper expectations but i really hope that this movie delivers on the core thing that we want which is a spider-man movie and and um, if we get that and it's already, you know, and talks about Tom Holland's next movie, uh, unless it's like a Tobey Maguire thing where last minute it gets canceled, but I don't think that's going to be the case. It gets me excited because I know that what I'm going to see in No Way Home is not his last take. And yeah, mm-hmm. it can yeah. only grow from here. Yeah. I think that there's going to be, I mean, Tom Holland, I think is even just thinking about all the other ones, he's maybe <clears throat> one of the most likable Spider-Man. He's got a great comedic timing. He's a fun yeah. you know character to see on screen um and i think he's got a ton of charisma and i feel like that's maybe why um it's 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 he fits nicely with the avengers because he fits nicely he yeah. he's with them quite a bit but yeah. you know he he has a unique um place i think in in the mcu and it's and exciting but yeah I, all, a lot of his movies are vehicles but i also feel like this is like a broader 
thing with the MCU, everything is a vehicle for another thing. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Even if uh-huh. it's not Spider-Man, every movie is a vehicle. Captain America Civil War... Boy, Eternals was, kind of, Eternals was kind of refreshing that way. Yeah, so was Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Like, I think that there's like a lot of Shang-Chi. that. But I mean, if we're talking about getting everyone on the same page, I guess they look at the heroes that bring in the most audience and say, this is when we're going to do this giant, you know, arc to show you that, you know, the multiverses are coming or something. But really enjoy it. I think people like him. He, he has the only Far From Home. And of course, part of this is probably some endgame hangover, but Far From Home is the only Spider-Man movie to gross over a billion dollars worldwide, which is weird. I totally thought all the Tobey Maguire's one uh, did, um, but I guess everything's just kind of changed now. But yeah, Tom Holland, I'm really excited. No Way Home, we're going to watch it, and I think it's going to be a really fun movie. I, I do worry just about... You texted multiverses are the future, but I think there's, there's, there's a lot of meta stuff happening, and uh, I don't know. It's cool. It's fun. But gosh, like it's a lot. I think after like Deadpool and all of the other meta stuff, it's kind of what everyone is thinking is the only way to get people into a theater now. There's a literal company called Meta. Yeah. Got to get in there. <laughs> I have a, I have a not in theaters episode on this. Okay. Well, let's go around the horn. You'll watch Tom, Tom Holland again, I think, today. But uh, Lex, what do you have to plug? Uh, yeah. So uh, not in theaters. Please check it out. I, um, my, me and my friend Josh, we just came back and started recording more episodes. Um, we recently recorded one Spider-Man related. So that's going to be dropping this week as well. Uh, but our last episode was actually about multiverse and what other franchises we would like to see multiverses on and be fun take. And we broke down like what we'd like to see. I think uh, the main one revolved around uh, 007. You know, what if there was a multiverse Ooh, yeah, movie about that? One, yeah. So it was a really fun episode. We even talked about, you know, uh, a rock Dwayne Johnson universe movie, multiverse movie where like all of his characters come together to 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 fight another one of his characters, like to literally lift a planet. It yeah. feels like at this point. Like. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, it was it was ridiculous. It was a fun episode, and that's kind of the stuff that you're to expect from this podcast. Not in theaters. I definitely recommend it. Uh, recommend listening to it. Sweet. Awesome. John, what do you have to plug? I'm going to plug Revenge of the Sequel. Um, nice. We were actually almost done with the season. I think we extended our episode count by one, so you're going. we're actually going to end off, and I'll go ahead and just announce it here. We're going to end with... Taking the red pill, baby, yeah, one we're gonna, more time! We're going to end... Rectally this time! With the uh, oh, shit... God. We're going to end with uh, The oh, Matrix. <laughs> with the shit. Yeah, you're like, we're going to push it up, and we're going to shoot it out. <laughs> the Matrix Resurrection, so you should... Uh, find that dropping pretty soon um so that's gonna be fun and then we have our uh our i know yeah all this shit puns you said dropping and all this other stuff like Delphin looked up for me um and then um i'm gonna plug our next season our next event season of revenge of the sequel it's revenge of the sequel presents we haven't decided a name yet but we are doing a revenge of the sequel kind of event where we go through all 25 James Bond movies. We're, it's oh, going to be pretty nice. fun. 001, 002, Uh-oh. 003, <laughs> yeah. 004, all the way up to 0025. <laughs> Not double O, it's just O25 at that point. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, we're going to do that. Um, that's going to be starting pretty soon. I think it's going to be starting probably after the holiday. Recording's going to start after the holiday break. Uh, who knows when you'll actually hear it. But it'll be recording will be pretty soon, and that you should look out for that because that's going to be pretty fun. Um, I think that's the end of my, my plug. I'm going to plug... Plug full. No, I'm gonna plug a director showdown. They they're pretty cool on their podcast too. You should guys check them out if you like some. Nice. Uh, Brent was on the pod. Yeah. Andrew, yeah, what do you have to cinema. plug? 
Um, yeah, everything that uh, Lex and uh, John said, uh, mostly. And um, also check out the Dirt Sheet Radio with my buddy John Escudero. Um, he's holding down the front on the professional wrestling uh, world for us on that side. Uh, does really, really awesome work. Um, it's, 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 it, that's what I hear is it's fun again. That's what I keep hearing. It's fun again. Now it's not just one product, and now there's a bunch of different products. Um, yeah. Um, and also uh, check out um, Countdown Strikes Back. We're going to start up the Babu's Book Club. Book of Boba Fett should be dropping pretty yeah, soon. Boba, Boba. And then... Boba, Boba, Boba. Boba, Boba, Boba. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I'm sure we're going to start to get into um, other uh, aspects of Star Wars 2. Uh, maybe we'll do a reaction to the Eclipse uh, trailer that has to do with the High Republic. And Looks cool. A um, lot of drums. Knights of the Old Republic is getting a remaster, so maybe we'll, we'll cover the, the original. And uh, yeah. we, me and Emmanuel have been to Galaxy's Edge twice, so we'll, we'll probably talk about that Lex as well. Lex, too. Lex been. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, Th- uh, yeah, twice. So, yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of content there in the Star Wars But we're not releasing world. that yet because we're edging Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Oh, I get you. Galaxy's edging. And also uh, get boosted, for sure. Um, get vaxxed. Um, I got wear, boosted. Continue to wear your mask so you can fight uh, Omicron mis- rollout. <laughs> Huge mistake. Um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.